Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sideline Summit. I'm here with my co-host, Danny Cole, UPenn's finest. Uh, yeah, we're back, man. This episode 11, we're going to be talking some NBA to top it off. I mean, to start, we're going to do college basketball to top it off. We're going to be going over some NBA contenders and pretenders. We'll do three from each conference. Uh, we're going to go early mock draft. I, this is still early to me, but early. We'll just do the top 10. Uh, we're, this and that's going to be like what we think will happen, not what we think that will be completely different. We're going to be talking about the final four, uh, just give our thoughts. Um, and then you know, we're going to be talking the age old debate not age old, it's only a couple of years, but G League or college and what the top recruits in high school should do. Um, man, but before we get started, Danny, how are you doing today? Man, it's been a long week, but we're finally back. Long week. A lot of news, a lot of rumors. Chris Olave's meeting with the Cowboys. Don't want to hear that, don't you? Uh, I don't know why they'd want two CD lambs, but good for them. Good for uh, them, I guess. But yeah, I think it, I think they just want want the Eagles to take him or something like that. The Eagles are going to try to snake the Cowboys again. Take take the receiver. I tell you what, if we try to snake him again and we miss out on Drake London, I'll be pissed. I'll be pretty mad. Um. Now, Garrett Wilson's not going to be there, but if he was, if he was there, that'd be great. Um, Let's get rid right, of this college well, basketball talk, though. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to actually, we're going to start with the NBA contenders or pretenders. We're going to start in the West. We're going to start with the West because the Suns seem to be like the overwhelming favorite. Everyone knows healthy Warriors. We don't got to worry about them. If they're healthy, they're fine. They'll be okay. Um, so we can, we can start with the two-seed, locked-in two-seed Memphis Grizzlies. Now, they are a solid team, more than solid. Like, if it wasn't for the Suns, they, they are having a historic season by Grizzly standards. Uh, Jaws MVP candidate, at least, like, top six. I, I can't see him any lower than six or seven. Um but they're also playing really well without them. Now, in terms of a championship-built team, that is a great thing to have. You are 20-2 and two without an MVP candidate. Sure, that might hurt Jaws' case as an MVP, but that's a good thing to have. you got a deep team. You know? So what are you thinking? What do you think? This team is the highest-level contender you can get. I think they're 
possibly been better than the Sixers and the Bucks and the Heat and the Celtics. Uh, this team can go against any team in the league and give them whatever the hell they want. And that just speaks to how good John Moran and how good Taylor Jenkins have led that team. Unfortunately for you, you're wrong. They got throttled by the Celtics last time they played. But uh, um, but they did beat the Suns without four starters. That is huge. Like, uh, it's late in the season, but the Suns were full strength. They pulled out a nice gutty dot, not like dominant as in blown out, but like good secure lead. Good, I think it was like an eight, eight, nine point win, and that's solid. That's a solid win that probably covers the spread. So I think that's a, that's a pretty good win. I definitely got them as contenders. Uh, it could be they could they could land a scary first round matchup, but if let's say like the Clippers get out the play in as the seven seed. And then Kawhi wants to play. I don't know if he's coming back to play. I don't think he is. Um, but even then, they're also a scrap. They're kind of like the Grizzlies in a way. They're super scrappy. Yeah. They got one dude that they can call to get a bucket who is much better at getting a bucket than John ja Morant. But John ja Morant is on a real different level this year. I'll go, I'll go contenders. That shouldn't be a question. Just because they're young doesn't mean they can't go get it. Uber. All right, moving on to our next team in the West. We have the Dallas Mavericks. Now, the Mavericks, uh, they have Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic has been absolutely phenomenal this season. He has been one of my favorite players to watch. I believe he is the third best player in basketball right now. Uh, He's moved up my rankings a little bit. Yeah. Um, Him alone, him, like, I don't say this a lot. Like, the Nets are contenders because of Kevin Durant alone. Um, The... Like the the Nuggets, which we'll get into a little bit. The only reason they're in the conversation for contender or pretender is because they have Nikola Jokic. The only reason the Mavs are even relevant or have a chance at a title is because they have this generational white boy from Slovenia. Like this, he's the real deal. But if you were to take him off this team, it could get bad. The only problem is if you're going to keep him on the court for that long in the playoffs, you got to deal with his defense. Like his defense does come with it. The defensive rating will say he's an elite defender, but that's the dumbest stat. I, I'm not as I'm a that boy's nice watcher, so I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, know. he is. Uh, he's real nice, and to say the least. Uh, Luca makes this team competitive. I don't know if he makes them that team to beat, though. Uh, so the, I don't think they're. I don't think they're pretenders. I don't think they're contenders. I think they fall in the middle. Well, I think I think in the sense that if your goal is to win a championship, they're going to be a top four seed. You want to win a championship. Um, in your sense, you're calling them pretenders, which isn't wrong. Like, I do get it. They haven't got out the, the first round the past two years. Mind you, they did play arguably the best duo in basketball back-to-back years. Um, but, I mean, listen, Luka has a different – he has different standards than all the other young guys, different than Trey, different than Ja. Tatum Zion, his expectations are simply different. He came out the gate putting up LeBron-esque numbers, breaking LeBron records. That can only set you up for some bad things to happen. And not like this dude could put up 40 points per game in his in this first round. Uh let's say they square off against like the Jazz. I would pick them to win it. If they did not win it, huge, huge failure. And Luca's gonna have to start looking inward. He's going to stop having to do this, like, 
him and Giannis both do this thing. Like they're so kind and everything, but like they don't want to be friends with everyone else in the league. Cut the crap, man. Just go play. Just go get Jokic or go play with Jokic, man. Stop wasting them years. Thoughts on the Mavs? Uh, you you gave your thoughts on the Mavs. You said they're mid. They are mid. They're kind in of terms of playoff teams. It's the Dallas mid midricks. Yeah, they they're just like they're there. Yeah, like I, I see it though. They haven't got a first round. They haven't proved much yet. A team that's slightly proved a little bit. You know who the Luka Denver could Nuggets. Luca could slowly turn into Russell Westbrook. Uh, don't ever say those words again in your life. Anyway, um, moving on to the Denver Nuggets. We got Nikola Jokic. Um, hopefully, Jamal Murray's back for the playoffs. Hopefully, Michael Porter Jr. is back for the playoffs. Um, now, when people say, like, oh, when we get his two best players back, I don't know who people think Michael Porter Jr. is. He is a phenomenal scorer, like phenomenal. However, there's a difference between, like, like, if you look at a championship team, let's look at the like the Bucks or something. Like, Drew Holiday can go out and score whenever he needs. He's a third option. Tyrese Maxey is a good third option. He can go out and score whenever he wants. But those dudes don't like – me and my friend Isaiah were talking about this the other day. Like, guys like Donovan Mitchell, Michael Porter Jr., Jalen Brown, they have never seen a shot they don't like. Like, I don't know who – like, and Michael Porter can't defend. So – He's one shooting every time he gets the ball, and two, he's uh, he's a bad defender. I mean, Jokic will probably set him up for some good shots, and then you know Jamal Murray's gonna do his thing, as always in the playoffs. But it's, it's a I'm gonna have to go mentality. pretenders. I'm gonna have to go pretenders. I don't disagree with you. This team is so far from contending that I think they get bounced in the first round. I, I don't think they're that good. Bounce uh, in the first round, who depending on like who they play, like if they were the sixth seed and they had to play a healthy Warriors. Yeah. All right, Tombstone. Yeah, it's over. Um, they're not too far from the plan, I must say. Unless they jump the Jazz, I'd have to check the standings. But uh, yeah. Well, moving on to the East. So, all right. Well, it's Grizzlies contenders, Mavs for me contenders for Danny pretenders and we both agree the nuggets are pretenders the nuggets are just a glorified utah jazz because they have nikola Jokic. that's it okay moving on to the east the east is a little bit more difficult because you have these all these top heavy teams and the moment one of them lose to a good team it's like oh they're frauds they're, they suck example the miami heat they went on a skid they haven't been looking well and what they do right out of this skid they beat the hottest team in basketball. They beat the Boston Celtics. I, I have no words for this team. This is a contending basketball team. Championship culture. They're kind of like the Suns in the sense they don't have a top 10 player. Like their best player is a top 10 player, but they're deep. They got shooters. They got defenders. Bam Adebayo is a really great playmaker for his size and, you know, can score every now and then. Would like to shoot more. I contenders. I want. I want. I haven't questioned this team once ever since we played them in the bubble. I, I think they're contenders. Just, yeah. What do you yeah, think? I think the Miami Heat are also contenders, but they play this like college style of basketball, where yeah, the things moving, but the spacing can get pretty bad when you got like Bam, Jimmy, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Guys yeah, you, got, shoot. you got your hero. You got your Duncan Robinson. They can make up for the shooting. Duncan Robs has been a bit off, but he'll probably turn it up in the playoffs when needed. 
I'm hoping yeah. so. That boy, that boy is nice. Yeah, the average that boy is nice watcher. Okay, well we're pretty we're pretty locked in on the Heat contenders. Expect them to make a deep run. Um, Philadelphia 76ers. When you look at the star power, that's a like the star power alone. That's a championship expected team, but they're contenders. Now you can pull up all these numbers of James Harden and his great numbers in the playoffs, and uh, he doesn't win. He doesn't win. I'm not this, oh, he's a winner guy, because my proof is is that Joe Burrow is not better than Justin Herbert, no matter how much of a winner he is. But James Harden simply isn't a winner. He was two games away from the finals. You had to beat them once. I don't care if Chris Paul wasn't there. If you're the best if you're the best player on the team, all you got to do is it, you have to get one. He couldn't get it. Next year, reverse week. I don't know what happened. I think it might have been 1-1, one, 1-1, one, 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 and then they lost the last two. But... Um, I don't know. Joel Embiid, uh, not preying on his health or on his uh, like downfall or anything. The man could get injured at any moment. Um, and just for both of them, you're not going to get those same foul calls when it comes to playoffs. It's going to be physical basketball. Um, I got these dudes as pretenders. I thought they were pretenders even when before and after they picked up James Harden. I said second round. It hurts. Uh, I think this that really hurts. For me to hear you say that, uh, I think the complete opposite. I think this team is minimum second round exit. Uh, maximum second round exit. Minimum second round exit. Maximum, maximum. NBA champion. I think it, they, it went they, ain't winning, they are not winning. They ain't winning no finals with the way they've been playing lately. If James Harden, James Harden is not winning a, a basketball game if he shoots four for fifteen. We need twenty shots. Uh, he needs to shoot twenty shots. And he's not doing it. He's playing like a bitch. Not playing. Go ahead. When all cylinders are clicking, the Sixers are probably the team to beat. Well, you're saying when all cylinders are clicking, how often is that? How often I mean, do they put together four consistent good quarters of basketball? Never. Not often. Never. Even in their wins, they don't put four good quarters together. And then you're asking them to put do that for four wins, seven games in a series. I think they can do it. Those series will be long, but I think they can do it. They're not if they, they don't have the coach. They they have the worst coach of any any contending team in the East or contending team. That's what I was going to say. If they have they the worst bounced, bench in basketball. If they get bounced in the second round, Doc's going to sign his signar out to be the Lakers head coach. Uh, that's the most Lakers thing possible to get literally one of I like I used to be a big doc guy, but once he left, like if you just take out that championship, he's not that guy. Like Tyron Lue is a better coach than him. Let's be real. Tyron Lue has got them Clippers in such a great spot. Sure, they're in the play in. That's not like the best spot ever. But you know, that's tough. Like you don't got a lot of household names there right now outside of Paul George, who just came back, but I don't know. But Doc Rivers is, is the worst coach uh, in any playoff team in the East, maybe besides like Steve Nash. He's not that good either. Um, worst bench in the league by far. Like these dudes are bad. Uh, your fourth option is Tobias Harris, who is inconsistent. And it seems like and he, he's hitting shots. Maxi or Harden isn't hitting their shots. And Bead and Harden might not get that same foul call. It's hard to tell. You never know. Uh, big pretenders on my board because. 
that whistle. Too many things, like usually star power would rule over all, but these other factors are so bad. Can't do it. I can't do it. Pretenders in my book. Contenders in your books. You, I'm just being a pessimist to them. You're being optimist, which is not, you know, it's not bad. But moving on, last team. I wanted, I, I didn't want to do the Celtics. I didn't want to do the Bucks because the Celtics have been on a roll. I don't think anyone would question them being like they can win the finals after them getting together. Obviously, Rob has to come back. Rob doesn't come back. Cut the crap. Um. Uh, and the Bucks are the reigning champs. They have the best player in basketball in my eyes. So I'm not worried about them. The Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors were just where the Celtics were, man. Now that 10-11 seed, they got hot. They're, they've reached, I think, the highest, the fifth seed. I think that they're the fifth or sixth seed. But the one here's the thing. They're the opposite of the Sixers. The one thing they lack is star power. They got a bench. They, they defend. They got a good coach. These guys are dogs. Van Vliet, Siakam, OG, Scotty Barnes. Pretenders, though. Yeah. Pretenders for now. That's what I'll say. For for now, uh, yeah, I would have to say for now. Until Siakam and Scotty Barnes develop into this duo that can walk through the East, which I think is very well possibility that they can walk through the East. Man. I'll be I'll be so honest with you. If I'm one of those top four teams, like you know, I'm I'm Celtics, Sixers, Bucks, Heat. Well, if you walk in there and the the best player on the other side of the ball is Pascal Siakam, there's no reason to lose. No one should lose that game. I think Here's the only the team capable capable of losing that would probably be the Sixers. But they have such a dominant big and like I, the Raptors will have no answers for that. Like they didn't have Scotty answers for Barnes. Daniel Tice. They're not going to have answers for Joel Embiid. So, yeah. Scotty Barnes is so dominant on defense, his length, and he, he can defend. Yeah, any dude. Player. So he's so he's so long, and um, covers a lot of ground. He's got good range. Exactly. Uh, as a defender, of course. Um, and Fred VanVleet is kind of forming into like you know Kyle Lowry, scrappy on defense. Can't, he just broke Kyle Lowry's franchise record for threes. I like it. Uh, I like them. It's just their undoing will be that Pascal Siakam's their best player. I mean, Pascal Siakam's probably going to get an All-NBA nod this year. The dude is really good. Like, he is really good. But uh, he's probably what, he's maybe the third best player in Miami. Third best player in Philly. Third best player in Boston. Uh, maybe fourth best player in Milwaukee. He might be the fourth best player in Philly, man. You know how I am with Tyrese Maxey. You know how I am. But Siakam's a number one, so his numbers look better, man. So that's what we're thinking. We're thinking everyone in the East is a contender ex- if you're the fourth seed or above, basically. I agree. Then the Nets suck. You know how I feel about them. They suck. So. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Moving on. We're going to do our top 10 in the NFL. This is what we think teams will do, not what we think, because if that was the case, I would go call Hamilton one. I don't give a damn about his 4740. Uh, I, I watch film. He's fast and he makes plays. So, anyway, um, moving on. All right. 
we're both going to give our picks each team. Who do you think? Who, what do you got for the Jags? Jacksonville Jaguars, number one pick. There's been a lot of talk about Trayvon Walker going number one. Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson will be, he'll be the first pick in the NFL draft. Uh, the Jags don't need O-line right now. And if they do take an O-lineman, it will be Iki Iguanu. Um, they do have these franchise tag. They franchise tagged Cam Robinson. They signed Brandon Sheriff. Unless they're trying to build some zone scheme run game that Whoa. like the Niners, I, I don't know what they'd be doing with three first round talents and on the O line. Well, here's the thing: Cam Robinson. Cam Robinson got franchise tagged for a reason and didn't get the bag. Uh, that is for a reason. If they missed out on like Neil. Quanu, just because of a franchise tag guy, you know, that could be rough. However, they're showing faith. They're keeping it cheap. Um, I would agree. Don't overthink it. That's the thing with the number one overall pick. Like last offseason, I remember scouts were like, oh, what if like, what if the Jags took Zach Wilson number one? I'm like, let's stop overthinking it. This kid was the book number one overall pick since he turned 16. Like, it's Aiden Hutchinson. Like, don't overthink it, man. This kid is pro ready. He could, he, I think he could get like a good 12, 13 sacks in his first year if you could up the athleticism, maybe a little bit. Not like athleticism, work on his bend, maybe. He works on his bend. He's got a great plan going into his pass rush. I like the way he uses his hands. Could get a little better, but uh, he's ready. That kid's ready to go. That's I think that's the number one overall pick. I think the Jags are thinking the same thing. The closer we get, the more like I think unanimous and that's we'll, gonna be. What I'll do with all of our picks is I'll make a pro comparison. Pro comparison, TJ Watt. I love it. I love it. Uh I was gonna go Nick Bosa, uh white, big ten, potentially racist, but no. I, I like TJ Watt though. TJ Watt's uh that's a that's a good one. Uh TJ Watt's a baller. He's going. He he'll get the sec the sack record next year. He will do it. He's All right, number two. That. We didn't have a lot of disagreement on that one. Now the thing is, a lot of other people, if they have a tackle getting mocked first, they have Aiden Hutchinson going to the Detroit Lions. But if he's not there, what do they do? What do they do? What are they doing? What do you think? The Lions doing? will make a Lions pick. Oh, a Lions pick. Do you think they draft Malik Willis? The Lions are gonna you really goal. think so? That is wild. Because, like, I don't think they do that. I won't think they do that. But, like, then I'm like, oh, well, it's not out of the possibility. And then I'm like, oh, maybe they will do it. So part like, part of me really thinks think. that. But I think they draft Trayvon Walker, actually. Do you think they, they fall for the hype? I think he – I don't think it's hype. I think he's great. He, he had the most athletic – he's the most best combine for an edge rusher in history. Uh, he's tested well. His film's really good, and he fits that hard-nosed Dan Campbell defense. And I think his yeah. his size, his length off the edge, I really like that more than Kayvon Thibodeau before the Lions. But that's just me. They don't need a line. They could draft well, a receiver, but they, I don't think I don't think anyone's high on Kayvon Thibodeau. I am for sure. Uh, I think he's better in Walker, better in Carlaftis. Uh, but obviously. This is what we think will happen. No one's NFL teams aren't high on them. I don't know what it is. Um, I like that pick. Um, 
I think I'm, I think I'm agree. I was thinking maybe like Kyle Hamilton. Cause at that point they're like, uh, maybe best player available. Uh, I could see them getting Garrett Wilson. Maybe, you know, Amon St. Brown's great. If you could pair him, Amon St. Brown, Garrett Wilson. I mean, sure. Your, your quarterback's Jared Goff, unfortunately, but like if those two just can get a year to develop mesh next year, you get a CJ Stroud or a Bryce Young or, uh, or a revamped Spencer Rattler. Hey, they're in a, they're in a good spot. Um, no, just because I said that. What I think they wound up doing is a possible trade with the Atlanta Falcons and the Falcons who with their QB the future. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll cool off the trades for right now, just simply because um, it gets confusing and all that. All right. Uh, I think they'll go. We'll both go Walker. I think they'll both. We can both go Walker. Number three is the – sorry, I just got confused. Texans. Texans. It's, it's Texans. I think the Texans, um, they're not getting a quarterback. They believe in Davis Mills, I believe. Um, what do you Evan think? Evan Neal. You're thinking Evan Neal. Um, my first tackle off the board will also be Evan Neal. Um, but not this team. They're going Kyle. I think they'll go Kyle Hamilton. I don't think this 4-7 will scare people that much. At this point, you're kind of like best team, best player available because your team is that bad. Um, I got Kyle Hamilton there, and you said you have uh, Evan Neal, right? Yep. Uh, Evan Neal. You know, I'm, you know, it's a very good possibility. I'm not going to say this is happening. The Eagles could trade 18 next year's first from the Saints and a third this year to go trade up into the top 10 with the Texans. The Texans need just about every position on the field. So why not? If yeah, that's Eagles, possible. If I'm, the so Eagles, I'm tra- I'm, if I'm the Eagles, trade. I'm really talking to the Jets and the Texans. I mean, the Texans need everything, right? They, they, they just need to yeah. like. Yeah, about everything. I would even say they need a quarterback, but they're probably, they're just banking on Davis, uh, Davis Mills being that, so. So what's preventing the Texans from going and get more draft picks next year? Uh, no, I mean so yeah, definitely. Trade, but if the Eagles if the Eagles were to trade up, who do you think they get? Kyle Hamilton. Okay, yeah. I mean, no, he just might fall. Like I've seen a lot of mocks fall him going out the top ten or like being around the eight to nine area. So like, yeah, I think uh, if he starts falling, possible. teams will trade up. Teams will trade up. All right. At number four, I got the Jets taking. Stingley, a lot of um, I don't know. I, another one where I'm like, don't overthink it. You know, best corner in the draft or sauce, but Stingley might be the safer pick. Um, uh, with the way his game is, not really his injury history, but I asked Stingley there. The Jets are known for taking these DBs that are out of LSU that have a lot of success, like you said. Uh, but I'm going to go a different route here. Uh, I think they take Kyle Hamilton. I think okay. they take another safety. They replaced Jamal Adams, which is long gone for a couple of years now. And I think Kyle Hamilton's perfect fit for that team. Robert Saleh gets a player who can play in the box, play over top. He can play anywhere you want. 6-4, ran to 4, what, 4-7. But I don't think mm-hmm. that really matters. He's fast. Uh, I think he's the picker. No, it's a dope pick. So now we got five, six, seven. We got Giants, Panthers, Giants. But we're basically going to talk about it as Giants, Giants because the Panthers are picking uh, Kenny Midkit with uh, the sixth overall pick just because Matt Rule couldn't land him out of college. 
Uh, but the Giants, I think they'll go. Mm, they're one of those picks are going to be Thibodeau. I think one of the here's picks can be Thibodeau. Here's what I'll tell you what they'll do. I think the Giants at five and seven. The Giants mm-hmm. go. I think they go Ikiakwunu and Kayvon Thibodeau. I think they go Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau because okay. he was supposed to be. That's my first tackle off the board at five. It's kind of weird because like tackle is probably like the best position in the draft, but yeah. That's just uh, how I'm feeling. And then I'll explain my uh, my take for the Panthers. So I think Kenny Pickett to the Panthers at, set, at six makes a lot of sense. Uh, Kenny Pickett is not only – he I think his pro comp is Justin Herbert. His ceiling is Justin Herbert. Uh, they have very similar play style. Their game uh, is it's very fluid. Except one one picket, one thing that picket doesn't have is that strong arm where he can throw wherever the hell he wants, which Justin Herbert does have. Yeah, it's uh, quite the comparison considering I think Justin Herbert could throw farther with his left hand than uh, picket can in general. Um, no, I, NFL comp, the real Alex Smith, like for real. I think Alex that, Smith. I'm not I high think, on picket. I was high on picket when he did that fake slide, and I was like, oh shit, like oh he's kind of crafty, but no. Not high on him. He's like QB four to me, but yeah, about QB four. But I mean, look, I get it. Matt Rule likes him. If your coach likes him, quarterback probably likes him back. That's you know, that's what you want. Uh, now, what they should do there is just draft anything else besides a quarterback. I get it. You can't go into the season with Sam Darnold, but you know, there's always that that guy who's one call away. You're uh, you're Nick Foles. You're uh. I mean, Tyra Taylor's in uh, New York, but yeah. yeah. Moving on to eight. That's uh, the Atlanta Falcons, I believe. Yes, sir. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons. Um, what are we thinking? Quarterback? Garrett Wilson. Your Garrett Wilson goes there. That team? I think... Wilson. Go ahead. So, so far from winning. Ass. So ass. Why do you need a quarterback right now? I mean, you could, you don't, I think you need to let Felipe Franks try to start. Let Felipe eat, man. Let him eat. Let him try to start. Give anybody else a chance before you even give up on the two guys on your team. Josh Rosen, former first round pick, also on the team. Let them compete, see what happens. Same thing with the Steelers. Cool, uh, letting Josh Rosen compete, but yeah, you hit on Felipe Franks and uh, Mariota. Mariota, Felipe Franks, uh, Josh Rosen. One of them's Josh Rosen be, getting cut. He might, uh, but you never know. Um, Got to get some sort of I, weapon. Your number one right now is Olamide Zacchaeus. Uh, not horrendous, but he's not a number one. He's probably like a number five. I, um, I think they fall. For like the, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had this type of bait? I think they're gonna draft Sauce Gardner. Let him play across from AJ Terrell. That's just cool. Like, there's nothing going for your team. Sell some tickets. Let's get some buzz going. Like, oh, we have the best corner duo in football, and Gardner didn't even take a snap yet. Now, mind you, like, I'm not saying like, oh, they're following it for it, and then like Gardner's not like a good pick. I think that's a good pick. And like you mentioned, they're so far from winning. Just be exciting. Be, have something going for your team. 
Now Willis could yes. also do that, but I think they'll go Gardner. I like that pick a lot. And in my eyes, I think Sauce Gardner goes number nine to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks are really going to start to try to reestablish the league in a boom. Uh, if you get Sauce Gardner across from Jamal Adams, you have Quandre Diggs still there. You have a couple other corners that are really good. I mean, your linebackers are iffy. Uh, your D-line is kind of iffy a little bit. But you have these draft capital in the future from the Broncos from the Russell Wilson trade. Your offense still isn't bad. You have Tyler Lockett. You have DK Metcalf. You have Drew Locke, who I think is could compete and give them a healthy chance to win. Their tight end uh, position is the best it's been since Jimmy Graham. As much as I agree, like Drew Locke is that guy. I think they, I think that they think he's not that guy. Um, I think they're going to draft Desmond Ritter here. Desmond Ritter, um, slight Russell Wilson comparisons in terms of attitude. Um, obviously, leader at Cincinnati. Um, Basically, didn't lose a game for two years. The only two games he lost was to Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, which is saying a lot. I think I'm going to go Desmond Ritter here. Um, and he'll have a chance to maybe Drew Locke beats him out for the spot to start the year and then loses it midway. I'm not too sure. Uh, I like I like, uh, I like like Desmond Ritter there. I really do. And for me here, you know, I like at number 10. At 10 for the Jets. Jets second receivers coming off the board, Drake London. Uh, it's gonna kill, yeah. Eagles he's gonna team. have to, he's gonna have to. I know, yeah. But I think I'd agree. Pairing, he's, I, I can't see him falling outside the top 10. He's too good. Paul pairing Elijah Moore with Drake London and Zach Wilson. Oh, and they, Zach Wilson, they, Zach Wilson. A bum. They're gonna drop CJ Stroud next year. Okay, so you give Zach Wilson some weapons. You get him O line. No excuses. You see what you there. Can do. You see no, what you can yeah, do. at that point, there's no excuses for sure. I agree. Second year, second year in, I think it's the same. Jalen Hurts should get the same treatment that Zach Wilson's going to get. They shouldn't be talking down about Jalen Hurts because he's played the same amount of snaps basically as these rookie quarterbacks. Exactly, he's a rookie, except he's got a playoff game under his belt now. All right, well, that's our top 10 mock draft. We're kind of running a little bit on time. Uh, so I just want to really talk about the final four. We can cut the G League or college crap. Who cares? They both get in the bag. Final four, my thoughts. Um, I'm going to butcher his name so bad. Bronchero or is it Bronco? Palo Banchero. Palo Banchero is the number one overall pick. Him he, um, he's got this Paul George-esque game. He can get you a bucket. Kid can has all the tools to be a great defender. That's my only final. Uh, I have another take from the final four is that um, people are going to respect Caleb Love. I don't. They were saying he was jacking, just throwing things up at the end of the game. Uh, I seen someone who's the only person on his team who wants to take a shot. I think everyone else folded in the moment. That kid. If he what if he made the shots? If he made the shots, they would have been like, oh, this kid's crazy. Like, oh, he's taking over. But he missed. But there's no difference in between, like him missing the shots and making the shots. He's got that dog in him. Him and uh, Bronchero, that dog in him. You know who else got the dog in him? Not Chet Holmgren. 
Nah, I'm playing. He do got that dog in him. Who got that dog in him? Ivy. Ivy is good. He got bounced early in the tournament, but Aiden Ivy is, is the real deal. Uh, I think he'll be the third overall pick, second overall pick in the draft. I've come to appreciate. I've come to appreciate college basketball. I used to think it was just this like um, game where people are like, oh, they play defense, but not really. It's just because everyone has the low basketball IQ and they just move the ball a lot because they're told to. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just because these are the two best teams in the nation going at it. But I don't know. I've seen a lot of players take over, which is I like to see that. I I saw a lot of ISO, which I also like to see that. A little weird. A lot of people like to see that ball movement. No, someone, someone take the fuck over. Let, let you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I appreciate good ball movement and defense for like my favorite team. But like, if I'm just watching as a casual fan, I'm just like, yo, someone, someone take the fuck over. You know what I'm saying? Um, R.J. Davis. R.J. Davis. Give him credit. He, he that UNC would not have been there without him. No, that UNC team is really good. Uh, that's a that's a phenomenal team. Last takeaway before we go. Kansas, the last time the University of Kansas or Kansas University, I don't fucking know. Uh, last time they won a championship was 2008. The last time the Celtics won a championship was 2008. Your Boston Celtics are going to the NBA Finals and they're going to beat the Phoenix Suns. One final plug. One final plug. The last time the Phillies won the championship was 2008. And they got the best team they've had in about... Yes, sir. Years. We have to make the playoffs first, but we'll get there. We'll certainly get there. Opening day is Thursday. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, two days away. Yeah, I'm predicting a Bryce Harper grand slammer to open the season. On Friday, Just cause. yeah. Because open on Friday. Or he, or he goes 0 for 5, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Harper's that guy, though. Don't, don't get it confused. All right, guys. Well, that's going to about wrap it up for us. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, let us know y'all NBA contenders, pretenders in the comments. Let us know who y'all think is going number one overall. And let us know, um, is Coach K a fraud for making Paolo Branchero uh, more like rookie year Andrew Wiggins than uh, prime Kawhi Leonard? Um, I don't know. Uh, but again, thank you guys for tuning in. From me and Danny, thank you for watching and have a good day. Hey. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify... 
you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.